everyone, and welcome to episode 23 of Dads on the Fly. Before we get started on our episode tonight, we want to give a big shout out to Ben M. Wilson. He left us a great review on uh, Apple Podcasts. He said, Dads on the Fly is one of my favorite podcasts, and not because of the three topics they focus on, faith, family, and fishing. Its exceptionalism comes from the humility and honesty with which both brothers approach each and every topic, from spot burning and catching as many fish as possible to taking their kids fishing and learning patience. I feel as if I'm sitting in their kitchen listening to old friends talk about the topics I'm passionate about, and I can't wait to hear what they're going to talk about, talk through next. Keep it up, guys. Love listening to you and learning from you. We appreciate you, Ben. We got sticker coming your way, my man. And remember, guys, if you leave us a rating on Apple Podcast, um, we will gladly send you a sticker. And we look forward to our discussion tonight on episode 23 of Dads on the Fly. Welcome to Dads on the Fly, episode 23. I am Caleb Simmons, alongside my brother, as always, tonight, Joshua Simmons. How are you, Joshua? Doing great, man. We uh, took last week off. We played, did. Played in the snow a lot. We did the dad thing. Yeah, we just uh, felt like it was a good week to just take off and play in the snow. Um, we, had kids pretty, were of- we had a pretty epic uh, sledding. Yeah, we did pretty good. We had a little hill Time back here behind the house, the house your house, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, we uh, got this tube, mm-hmm. and the tube is legit. We're gonna get some more tubes off Amazon. They're pretty. They're pretty fun. Yeah, our kids have been asking when Foster's gonna bring the tube back. Every yeah, day. the tube goes pretty quick down the hill, and so we built a little jump for them and uh, sent them on their way, and it was pretty easy. And uh, James only got hurt twice. Yeah, and as with always, you don't have to have the big hill, people. No, gosh, your heel is not that big. Yeah, I could literally throw the tube back to you. That made it even better. Yeah, we just sat there. It was awesome. Did a bunch of jumps. James face planted once. Yeah, hit the back of his head the next day. Yeah, he's going to be a tough kid. Your kids were all over it. They were (laughs) Reed would let go of the tube, go flying. He'd go jump (laughs) up in the air, and Foster liked the jump, good little spin, and uh, it was a good time. We all played in the snow a lot. Did the snowman thing. Uh, We had a pretty good snow. I mean, it took us a couple days to shovel out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but the roads stayed well and everybody did good. Yep. No problem. And now I'm ready for spring. Yeah. I mean, once we get one big one, I'm kind of <laughs> yeah, over it. Uh, we, we were going to try to get the boat out in the snow and we just never kind of got time with work schedule and everything. So we didn't get to do it. Yeah. But you know, maybe next time or if we get another snow on the weekend or something, it was kind of a weird snow. It snowed on like weekend. Sunday and they say it might snow they this weekend. Snow this weekend. No way. Seriously. I can't believe it'll snow again, but maybe it will. I don't know. It's been cold. I know that. It and, has been. Which has put me tying some flies. Yeah, so let's bring the people up to date. You are officially like tying flies. I'm tying flies. Um, still mainly like two or three patterns right now, but yeah. I'm tying flies. Hey, that's that's what matters. How's, I, uh, the, uh, how's it going? I mean, it's going. Are you enjoying it? Oh, yeah. I'd, okay. I need to do it more. I mean, I meant to tie some today, and then I got busy doing other stuff, but I don't know. Uh, I'm enjoying it. I want to get out there and see if my flies will catch fish. That's what I want to do now. Yeah, definitely. That's that's when it's going to really be more fun, when you catch a fish. 
on a fly, you Todd. Yeah, I can't decide if I think it's. I, I mean, parts of it are more difficult than others, mm-hmm. and then parts of it, I'm like, I don't think the fish will care. I'll just tie it right here. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, my, my I worry that my t- flies are going to fall apart, but maybe they won't. I don't yeah. know. Well, we'll get them out there and test them out, and uh, we'll see how they do. Only one way to find out. Yeah, I need some different sizes. I've been tying everything in size 14 hooks right now. Yeah. It's okay. So I got to get it's some. A good, it's a good size to start oh, with. Oh, it's a great size. I'm not complaining. I just know when I get out there, I'm going to be like, well, I need it in this size and that yeah. one. Change sizes. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. no, uh, but sure. no, overall, it's, it's been pretty fun. It's good. Um, Have you gotten too impatient, too frustrated yet? Any any issues with that? No, nah, not really. I just keep like wrapping my thread around again and probably too many times. But, yeah. you know, like you I said, I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not tying anything. I'm not try- tying any drives yet. So, yeah. Been watching a lot more videos. YouTube is where it's at. Yeah, Instagram, YouTube. They they put them on that fast forward speed, and I can't keep up with it. It goes so fast. You know, all those <laughs> on, guys on uh, Instagram. They got yeah. to tie a whole <laughs> fly in one minute. Yeah, and it goes so fast, I yeah. can't keep up with it. But um, once you once you watch enough of those, you'll understand what they're doing in the fast forwarded parts. So it'll it'll be better. Yeah, I saw something today that was wild. I was watching one of these videos, and it was he was tying. I don't even remember what fly he was tying, but he. I think he had one of them like vices that spin and yeah, a little rotary vice. But then he it, he showed a really cool tool about how to like get your dubbing on your thread. Yeah, he's better. got a dubbing spinner. Yeah, yeah, that's what he did. He had a dubbing yeah. spinner. It, it was pretty sweet. Nice. So yeah, that looked fun. But um, no, other than that, I haven't been. I've been. I've not. Even though I haven't been fishing and haven't, I haven't tied in the last couple of days. I, I've been doing a lot of fishing research. Yeah. So. Checking out fishing spots. Okay. Uh, and also want to say, before we get into our episode tonight, and our topic tonight, man, what great response we had from our spot burning episode. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> had a lot of cool comments yeah. from people. Yep. Um, picked up some new subscribers, new followers, yeah. new social media friends uh, talking about spot burning. And uh, I think the consensus was pretty much, uh, was pretty much the same, that, uh, you know, a lot of people agree with us. Not really much spot burning out there, but you can burn some wild trout spots, I guess. But, you know, we, it was a cool conversation. I liked it. It was a well-received episode. We Thanks for all the support. And uh, we're going to dive into a new topic tonight, right? Yeah. And so before we dive in, thanks, as you were saying, thanks to everyone that continues to uh, reach out to us on social, on Man, I have more fun. different platforms. Oh. I have so much fun, like, just, yeah, just messaging back and forth with people. So... If you're if you're listening and you haven't sent us a message yet, shoot us a message. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know what your favorite episode's been. Let us know. It's also always fun because they don't know who they're talking to. <laughs> yeah, because we both control the Instagram page. Yeah. So sometimes busy like, who am I talking to? Yeah. Well, you had like a conversation the other day with a guy about fly tide, and then you're like, let me let, let me let Caleb get back to you on that. <laughs> yeah, and then you responded. I didn't even know it. So yeah. it was kind of cool. Uh, that's kind of fun. I would like to say that, you know, with all the evils of social media. This part's been fun. We have kind of found. enjoyed this. I think we've kind of used it for good. Yeah. Like meeting some actual people mm-hmm. that uh, that I think we'll at some point meet in person. Well, we've already met one of them in person, maybe some more in the future. So, uh, yeah, I think we've found a cool way to use social media and we enjoy talking um, to different people, different yeah. places. Yeah. And let us know. Let us know when we get it wrong, too. That's been. Yeah, for sure. Like, you know, we're going to talk about some stuff tonight. and uh, We might be wrong. We would love to hear other people's advice because just like probably most of you listening to this podcast, 
we are still figuring it out. We are still learning. And that's what I think, again, is just it's fun about what we're doing here is it's uh, us doing it, figuring it out on the fly. And um, yeah, I mean, in the same way, what appeals to a lot of people talk about the snow and everything. I, uh, I kind of had like a we had like a house work day today. Um, and, uh, we actually took down our Christmas trees. Nice. Yeah. We kind of wait usually a long time. <laughs> I like it. What is it? January 22nd, uh-huh. whatever. But we took down some Christmas trees today. And when I do that, I throw my headphones in and listen to podcasts. Nice. So I was listening to this other podcast about fishing, which I listen to a ton of fly fishing podcasts now. And, uh, I, I usually message those guys now. Okay. Like if they have a guest on or whatever, one of my favorite podcasts, I usually message the guy and say, like, hey, this was an awesome episode. Appreciate what you did. So I was actually Instagram messaging a guy in Arizona today. It's pretty nice. cool. Yeah. That is one of the beauties of social. I mean, just listen to that one episode on the Wait Out There podcast, which I love, about the White Mountains of Arizona. I would have never known they had such cool trout there. There you go. Those it, podcasts are made for for me, yeah. Because it was like, wow, there's cool trout in Arizona. Uh, You're planning a trip, like I don't know. Arizona's a long way. I'm not really planning a trip to Arizona anytime soon. But it it just makes me always know that no matter where I go, there'll be a fish to catch yeah. somewhere. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Uh, but so let's let's get into our episode tonight. I don't know. It's maybe a shorter episode. We're not sure how far to go, but I think it's an episode that or a topic that we're going to dive into and see where it goes. I, I think people will be interested in our take. And I think this is one of those ones where we really want to know your take and yeah, give us your opinion. Sure. Um, so what are we talking about tonight, Caleb? So tonight kicks off a series that we're actually going to dive into for the next, how many weeks? We don't know We've yet. We've been lining it all up. We, we don't really know. We're not sure if we want to do it and like break it up in two, three week interval. You know what I mean? Like we haven't, yeah. we haven't really discussed that yet. We haven't planned that far ahead, but we are going to talk about what? We're going to talk about, uh, we're going to talk about guides. We're going to talk about, uh, guides that we've worked with. We're going to talk about, um, what we look for when we look for hiring a guide. We have fished with guides on multiple occasions in multiple different locations. Um, and I think as novice fishermen, it is important that we talk about this because a lot of people, I think, listen to this podcast while they're probably uh, doing a lot of fishing on their own. Also, um, I think we've actually got some guides that listen to this podcast. And then, too, we do. Uh, yeah. Wow, that'd be and awesome. then, too, a lot of people uh, who are possibly going to go fishing somewhere away from home, they want to look at hiring a guide. Um, so that's what we want to spend some time talking about tonight. Oh, there's a lot of comments I can make there, so I don't know yeah. where we want to start. Okay. So what do you, what do you want to start? What? So let's just talk about um, what's our experience been with guides, with guides, with guided fishing, and this goes back. I mean, this goes back a long time for us. I feel like I'm trying to think of the first time I hired a guide. Um, I will say that in the beginning we didn't hire a guide. However, <laughs> we were guided. <laughs> Just not yeah, professionally. We were well. I mean, the first guy that took me fishing was a professional guide for a long time. Yeah. He hadn't done it for a few years. Yeah, okay. And then the first time I spent a lot of time talking with a former administrator of mine, he was a guide part-time for, I don't remember what shop or anything, but so, I mean, I feel like we had guides giving us some pointers. Yeah. We did not officially hire a guided trip. Mm -hmm. Not locally. No. Uh, We've been on guided trips different places mm-hmm. uh 
And so this kind of where it gets into the question of to hire or not to hire a guy. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk think, about that. I think that's where we'll start the okay, episode. Yeah. Where I currently am as an angler. Okay. I can only think of one reason I'm hiring a guy. All right. If I'm on the salt water. Okay. Which I've never done. Yeah. That would be why. Yeah. Yeah, I've done that. You I've have. hired a saltwater guy. You have, and we'll talk about it. Yep. But I can't think of just where I am as an angler right now. Okay. Nothing against guides. I yep. think guides are awesome. Mm-hmm. I think you need to have expectations when you hire a guide. Okay. Depending on your where you are in fly fishing. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think that's uh, I think that's kind of my thought about hiring a guide. I feel like if I go to a new location, yep. And when I say a new location, I mean probably somewhere other than the Smoky Mountains. Yeah, I would probably even. Yeah, for sure. Okay, go ahead. Does that mean like other than the Appalachian? Yep. Like, yep. okay. Because I would feel like there's so many new things to learn about the different types of water in all these different locations that I would probably want a guide with me. At least, like, like say I was spending four or five days there. I'd probably take a guy with me one of the first days. Okay, that that's a great point. The reason I would do that is because they are just so knowledgeable about the water. Yes. And knowledgeable about the best techniques for that water. Um, that would be my number one reason to hire a guy. If you're going fishing, if they're going to like for a week or three, even three days, I, I think it's always a good idea to say, hey, don't wait till the end of your trip to hire the guy. Yeah. Hire a guy at the beginning. You're going to learn all this stuff. Yep. Then you can go try out the water later on your own or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a great plan. Number one reason people don't hire guides, what do you think, in, in your opinion? I mean, I'm sure cost is up there. I would, I mean, I would, I mean, I would think expense was it's part ex, of it. It's a, great, it's a big expense. But here's the thing. In if my you, opinion, it's worth it, though. I, I agree that it is worth it if you hire the right guide. Yeah, that's a good point. And I think you got to be careful. I'll just speak from experience. you got to be careful with your guides. Okay. Um, not personal experience. No. Don't want to throw anything out here. Won't call any names, but I'm in the park one day fishing, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, me and some buddies. Mm-hmm. You weren't with us that day. We're in the park fishing. Uh, we got to the stream pretty early, and we uh, put our waders on. We well, I don't even know. I might have been wet wading. I don't remember. We noticed there's some some dudes right that are not fly fishermen, but they're they're waiting on their guy. Right? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we know that. We got to try to get out in front of him. Yeah. And we leave the guide. You know, he's getting paid, so we leave. But I don't know if this is where this episode needs to go. But these guys were not. Here, a guide has to be understand his client, right? And if you got kids with you, the whole day is going to look different, right? Oh, yeah. So some people come up here and they may want to spend the money for a guide. If they catch three fish, they're like, whoa, yeah, it's a great day. And yeah. that can be a great day, yeah, depending on where great, you're at. Yeah. But. I think the guy needs to be interacted with the client on more than just about fishing. Mm-hmm. They need to make it personal. You know what I mean? It's an yeah. experience for the it's people. It's all about an experience. And when we were walking out that day, the guides were walking out and, you know, they weren't even walking with the clients. I mean, it was just, I don't know. It felt not jointed. Okay. I would say whenever you call to hire a guide, let the guide company flash up, whatever you want to do. Know what you're looking for. Yeah, and let them know your expectations for sure. Let them know if you're bringing kids. Let them know 
your experience level, I think, is huge. I mean, a guide is a great way to get started. I mean, say say you've never fly fished before in your life. You want to check it out. Hire a guide. They bring all the gear. They bring all the stuff. You decide, hey, is this something I want to get into or not? That part is like, very that, true. That's like if you are new, that, a guided trip is a great way to get started. A guided trip, if you've been doing it for a while, is a great way to learn some more information. But again, you're right. When you're talking to the fly shop, when you're talking to whoever it is that's whoever you're booking your guide through, I do think it's extremely important to tell them what your expectations are and to let them know what kind of experience level you have. Case in point. Go ahead. My first time hiring a fly fishing guide was actually a saltwater trip. I was in in Florida. Yep. um, And uh, me and a friend of mine, we'd been fly fishing around here for a little bit. We called down there. We set up this guide. The crazy thing now is this guide is like one of the biggest um, saltwater fly fishing guides like in the country now. He wasn't – he had – he had just like filmed a session with Sims like right before we went with him. His brand and has so, improved. Yeah, oh golly, yeah, he's just booming. Um, I mean, he's booked out like three or four years in advance yeah, now. You got him at a discount. Yeah. Well, compared to now, yeah. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was still pretty dang expensive, but um, but he but he's doing even more now. But anyway, so we called and they asked us that. They're like, "So what's your experience with fly fishing?" And we told them like, you know, we've never saltwater fly fish, but we know how to fly cast. We know what we're doing. We're we're we think we know. We think if you put us on fish, we could we could figure it out. So we get there, and, and they do just that. But the guide finds out really quick, like, okay, these guys are used to throwing two- and three-weight dry flies and nymphs and stuff. And, oh, I'm sure it's different. Oh, throwing a 10-weight, pulling a big old streamer, and, and, you know, learning how to set the hook with a strip set instead of instead of lifting. Like, it, it, it's completely different. And that, that's what I meant earlier and when so I said – he had to figure us out. That's who I would hire. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's important that you put that stuff out there so that the guy knows what they're – the guy knows what to expect. For sure. And that's yeah. why I say I would not – at this point in my fly fishing journey, I personally – Especially now that I have a boat, <laughs> makes a well, big that, difference. That's a big thing too. I mean, yeah. I mean, though, if we fly out west without our boat, we, I if would, we want to float. We're going to have to hire. A we guy. would hire a guy, yes. But so, with that being said, what do you do? Or would I rent a boat now at this point? If, that's possible. I mean, just <laughs> and if it's we nothing can learn ag- the water. Well it's enough, nothing against gods. It's yeah. more of. I think gods are great. Yeah. I think people should take guided trips. I think if you're, I think if you're coming into the mountains and you live in you know new york or if you're from the city in durham or raleigh and you've never really fly fished i would totally and i would tell you i would call god's i would point you in god's direction yeah me personally do i think if i went with a god i would catch more fish yes no doubt in my mind yeah like even at my experience level Mm -hmm. if i still called a local fly shop and said I want to go on a guided trip. I still think I would catch more fish with that guy. Yeah, I mean they're going to know the holes. They're going to. Know However, the fish are I have been on a couple guided trips locally, not anything, and done better with myself, which yeah. always makes so. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at with the whole thing. It's not that I don't think. Yeah, I think guides are very valuable, and I will say this: uh, this may be a little off topic. Well, it's not off topic. We just may not want to get into this yet. We talked about cost. Understand, there's a reason for the cost of what a guided trip is. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's too high, personally. No, yeah. I mean, because I, you're... Especially none of the ones around here that I know. I mean, you're paying for not only their time and expertise, they probably tied all the flies you're going to use, their gear, 
they're driving to and from wherever. Yeah. I mean, I think it's 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 worth the expense. Yes. I just where I'm at now, I don't think I would do it. Yeah. I, I cannot see Not myself locally. hiring a guy locally. Yeah. Ever again. The only thing I would ever possibly want to do that would be if it's like me and one other person and the other person is new and hang on, hear me out. And I want to catch fish. Oh yeah. But we Does don't that make sense. Yeah, but you just want to put them on your boat now and take them. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, guy, if, like, if I'm going on a trip out somewhere, well, yeah, like somewhere new, somewhere different, I, I'm probably going to hire a guy maybe the first day. Yep. I, just because there's a, there's a level of expertise there that I don't have. There is, a, I mean, if you take somebody new fishing. You're not fishing. No, we know that. We've done it before. Yeah, I mean, we do that all the time. Um, we, we've taken people fishing, and, and we, we we know that you're not going to get any fishing done. Yeah. Um, That's what I'm saying. If I want to fish. I'll also say there's a lot of times where guides have access to certain private water yep. that some here, some we've been at in uh, in North Georgia um, that make that make a difference. Yeah. And uh, – and those guides that have private water that they guide, they really know what's going on there. Yeah. And they're gonna they're gonna have like if if you want to catch like big fish or numbers of fish, they they can really do that there. Yeah, that's good. Um, so it makes a big difference. Yeah. Well, hey, we're gonna take a short break. Uh, we've talked about hiring the guide, whether or not you would, why you should, why you shouldn't. So when we come back, we're gonna talk about okay, you've hired a guide. What do you do when you show up? Yeah, be a good client. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to talk about that here in just a minute. We'll be right back. This episode of Dads on the Fly is brought to you by That's Hernunculus Flowers. If you're a local Haywood or Buncombe County dad, we want to help you out and remind you that Valentine's Day is right around the corner. Go ahead and give Sally a call at That's Hernunculus Flowers to pre-order your Valentine's Day gift for your wife or loved ones. You can find her on Facebook or Instagram at That's Ranunculus, R-A-N-U-N-C-U-L-U-S, Flowers. Mention Dads on the Fly when ordering for a 10% discount. Remember, Dads, happy wife, happy life. So help make her happy this Valentine's Day by gifting her a beautiful bouquet from That's Ranunculus Flowers. And we're back with Dads on the Fly, episode 23. Talking about guides and the guide industry tonight, and we talked about why we believe in guides. We've both hired them. we both used them. Um, not so much anymore in our local area, but as I was saying before the break, I do appreciate what they do Yeah, because I talk to them a lot. Yeah, especially the ones around here. Yep, the yeah, local we, ones. They're, they're great um, libraries of information. Yeah, and I think they understand, and hopefully we're going to get the chance to uh, talk to some of them soon. But I, I think that they understand that, you know, they're not dependent on us for their income. You know, they're dependent on people that are coming here for vacations and stuff. Well, they, they but they are dependent on us for, like, especially if they run fly shops. Well, we're recommending I mean, them. My, well, yeah. they're rec- we're recommending them. And then also, I mean, we're going to their fly shops to buy their products. Oh, for sure. I mean, I'm not going to, I don't know. I, I'd feel kind of wrong if, like, I was calling a bunch of fly shops and never went there and no, we, we've said before, we have a local fly shop here we love, and we, we use them a lot. We, they give us information about rivers, and 
And you know, I support my local fly shop. I yeah. think you should support your local fly shop if you got one there. Yeah. Uh, I stay away. I, I don't. I don't want to say I never buy anything from, but but like big box stores, I yeah. kind of stay away from them. Yeah. I mean, I have bought a little bit of fly material. From, yeah, I was gonna say I buy a few like tying materials that maybe like my local shops out of or something of that nature. But for the most part, yeah, I, buy, yeah, I, I mean, try to buy. I try to support the local guys. Packs. All of my rods have come from local fly yeah. shops. Mm-hmm. Every rod I bought, yep. except for my All my boots, except for my one my moonshine rod I ordered straight from Moonshine. Yeah, but that's just because we don't have a shop around here that deals them. But yeah. uh, my boots, yeah, mm-hmm. local fly shop. Um, what else? I mean, all, yeah, all the I mean, gear we've talked a, about before. A lot of this gear. I mean, and reels, I, yeah, lot, even hats, I mean, shirts, stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. I get a lot of stuff from yep. those guys. Reels yeah. for sure. My last reel I bought from a local fly shop. Yeah, so so we support, support local fly shops. We you we, should too. We we yeah uh, we, <laughs> we we're all about that. Yeah. And uh, just kind of brings into our second half of this episode. What we want to talk about is so what do you do? You hired a guide. Like what? What's your next step? Like what should your attitude be the day on the river? And then two, you know, expectations. Hopefully guys, yeah, hopefully there's some guides here that are listening to this. Also, they can like let us know where we get it wrong. Yep. Like, let us know. Like, all right, let's start like, with. This is what we would prefer people that hire God. <laughs> let's start with so, the expectations. Yeah. Keep in mind, the God does not control the weather. Yeah, that's a good point. So, if you have planned a God trip, mm-hmm. which we did before. Yeah, we had this happen. We had planned a float trip, and because of the weather, it was a hurricane mm-hmm. the week yeah. before. <laughs> yeah. Literally, yeah. a hurricane. Yeah, there was a hurricane up there. And it. Totally washed out that river. Mm-hmm. Not able to float it. Had to go wade. And uh, what wasn't a great, wasn't the greatest day of fishing we ever had. Great, cool, cool guys we met. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of why we took it. Hey, these were cool guys. We got to hang out with them, fish, yeah. and uh, and got to learn from them. Yeah, for sure. That's, that's one thing I try to do too. Like anytime I hire a guide, I try to ask a lot of questions. Yeah, I watch them tie differently. They tie knots better than I do. I got a lot of tips from a lot of guides. Yep. So expectations, yep. if it snows, rains, sleets, hails. They can't control it. They, it's not their fault. They also cannot control if the fish are biting or not. <laughs> they literally can't. No, I mean, and they a good guide will do everything in their power okay. to what? No, yeah. That, to this put is you, where I want to talk about. To put so you on fish. Yeah. Like that is their job. Yep. That is what they're planning to do. Yep. So they are going to do everything in their power to put you on fish. Mm-hmm. So you can't necessarily blame them, right? Unless they're not working. Yes, which I've seen mm-hmm. before. Yeah. I mean, I, I've, yeah. But if they're getting you to a good spot, and hey, let's be honest, novice fisherman when I was before, I've missed fish, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> and I've been on guide trips where yeah. I've missed fish, so mm-hmm. not really God's fault. Yeah, no, yeah, you can't put that on a guide. And I think I think that's a that's the thing I look for in a guide, like, First of all, we didn't touch we didn't touch on this when we talked about like paying for guidance and stuff. You should always be prepared to tip your guide. Oh, I was going to end with that, whole, but yeah, there's go a ahead. whole thing of like how much or everything. Yeah, we tip never, your guide. I don't really want to get into all that. Nah, but I will leave a bigger tip for a guide that's that's working. Well, and that's that's working hard. Like that hasn't just sat there and said, "No, the fish are supposed to be there." They're personable. Like, they're, like that's what you need. Like we said, when you're hiring a when you're talking to the fly shop, hey, I need a guide for this day. I, I don't think it's wrong to ask questions. Hey, I'm going to have my brother with me, and we, we like to hang out. We, we talk. We're going to 
or you, I just need a guy to get me on fish. And some people want that. I mean, some people want to go and they're like, I just want them to tell me where to fish. I want them to point me in the right direction. I don't want them to try to teach me anything else. And if that's some you, some people want that's, more of that's a okay. experience. Yeah, but some people want the guy to. Like with our buddy in North Georgia. Yeah, that we've hung out and talked to. We and got lunch with him. Flipping Instagram yeah. message him all the time. Yeah, we talk. I mean, we Instagram yeah. some. We hope to have him on the podcast soon. Maybe. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, so, I mean, you know, it's a little different feel. Yeah. And uh, awesome guy. He does knows what he's doing and he works hard and we tip him big. Yeah. Uh, same thing for, you know, if you're going to a new place. I, I, once again, we talk about local fly shops. If you're going to be in such and such place and there's a river there, then find the local fly shop to lead yeah. you to the guide, yeah. not the other way around. Like, yeah. you don't just Google, like, guides and wherever, unless it takes you to a shop. Does that make sense? That's kind of way no, I yeah, like to do yeah. it. Yeah, I try to find the local fly shops in the local places. Yep. That's but good. Guides are working hard. They're doing things for you, and so you know you you do need to tip them, and if they're doing what they need to be doing, yeah, and you should, yeah, and if they're working, and then, and then another thing, like, I mean, you talked about expectations, you know, let them know what you're there to do. You're there to your expectations on a fly fishing guided trip should be to go have a good time and to learn something. Yep, to learn how to fish better. If you're going for the first time, to learn how to cast, to learn how to you know have a tight line to your indicator like to learn all these different things they so do this well there are people the guy you hire more than likely does this over 150 to 200 days a year and on so, the water and so i gotta say this if you are going on a guided trip show up with some humility yes please don't this like person everything. knows more than you do it's funny because we've had conversations with some of the people that we know who are gods Yes. And they've told us stories about it. It's never a good idea. Like the, the guys that show up and they're just like, yeah, yeah, I know that. Okay, yeah, yeah, you don't need to show me how to do that. And okay, you don't need to it. prove well, your... Well, then what did you pay them for? Yeah, you don't need to prove your casting skills, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean, they're they're gods. They're, they're there to help. You're paying them to show you more skills, better ways of catching fish, so learn from them. Yeah. They're, they're the pros for a reason. For sure. And you paid them money to learn. Don't pay them money and then try to show up and act like you're better than they are. And keep your expectations based on where you are. I yep. mean, if you pay a guy to take you into the Smokies hiking and backpacking or you don't don't expect to catch thirty inch fish. Yeah. I mean, know what you're doing here. Yeah. I mean, kinda have an idea, do a little research before yeah. you just say, Hey, I want to go fish. Yeah. And then if you don't care, I mean if you're just, Hey, I want got my 10, 12 year old kid and we want to go catch trout and yeah. doesn't matter if they're stocked, not stocked, wild or whatever. Call us. <laughs> <go for it. laughs> well, yeah, yeah no, you can call no, us no, anyway. No, but, no, call a gotcha. uh, but yeah, I mean, just have fun with that too and kind of know what your expectations are. For sure. Um, I think that's a great way to look at it. I think, I mean, I think guiding is an awesome profession and I have a lot of respect for the guys that do it yeah. every day. They spend a lot of their hard-earned time getting people on fish yeah. all over the place. And it's a service industry. They for sure. Great. Most and of them that I know do a great job at it. I don't know any personally that don't do a great job all the guys i know like on a first name basis or even like would recommend would be good yeah. for you and your whoever maybe just you and you or maybe you and yeah whoever goes with you that day it's gonna be a fun time um expectations know what you're looking for and you know that's where we're at be with humble. that yeah, yeah for sure yeah. uh in the same way when you're uh talking about expectations just being a daddy 
Okay, right. Yeah. yeah. We talk about this a lot. Yeah. Talk about you know just knowing your expectations for that too. Yeah. And like we said with our snow this week, we had very little expectations for the snow we got. We got lots of snow, and then our kids we didn't need to take them to some big monstrous hill. We literally yeah. played in the backyard, and it was yeah. great. And they were happy as they could be. Oh yeah. And they woke up every morning wanting to go in the snow again. Yeah. So. Yeah, when I think about time, like this whole conversation to being a dad, I think about some of the, um, you know, father, gods, mentors, whatever that I have in my life. Yeah. I think a lot, kind of the same stuff kind of plays over, you know, when you're talking to them, but be, be humble. They, they've done it, um, especially if they're older. Yep. Um, be humble. Ask a lot of questions. Learn, watch, and learn. Learn, wa- yeah, watch and learn. And like I said, just ask a lot of questions. No, like, watch that they, guy. Been through it. Watch that guy cast that flower rod for you one time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> just pay attention to that. <laughs> yeah, for wow. sure. It's going to be way same different. Thing. Yeah, and same thing with you know if you if you've got a dad or something that's a mentor, um, I think it's important to uh, to to ask a lot of questions. Yep. Pay attention. Learn. Learn from them. Be intentional about learning something. Be intentional. What else we got for Dads on the Fly tonight? I think that's it, man. I think it's a good way to wrap up the episode. A little shorter one tonight, but uh, we're hoping. Hoping. We're hoping. We're going to tease this out there a little bit, that this conversation is kicking off into a whole series series of episodes episodes where we get to interview a few guides. And some fly shop owners. Yeah, and some fly shop owners and people that are in the industry um, that are deep in the industry oh yeah much deeper than we are yeah and so we hope in the weeks to come that you're gonna really lean into some of these episodes and get a lot of great information from uh some people who are a lot more knowledgeable about fly fishing than we are and with that said shoot us some dms what questions do you have for people who own fly shops or got um we're gonna keep it real with them because that's what we do i think one thing that i've heard a lot just in uh know the review the rating we read tonight from ben and some other people they like the fact that we don't try to act like we know everything and that's kind of what we're talking about tonight with guys and in the same way we uh we want to interview some of these people want to talk to them and just why they do what they do and also you know what can we learn from them and just all that different stuff so if you got somebody we hadn't maybe thought of or you see our episodes come out in the next you know two three four weeks and we missed somebody local. We just kind of going on guys that we know. Yeah, we're going on. We're we're hoping to interview some local guides that we know from some local fly shops and yep. from some trips that we've been on. And uh, hey, if you're God listening to this and we don't know you yet, shoot us a message. We would love to talk to you. I would be impressed you listen to us. Yeah. I would wonder. If, <laughs> I wonder if you do it just for the comedy. Yeah, probably. So. Just, what do these guys Man, know? These guys have no. Yeah, idea they have what no they're idea what about. they're talking about. And you might be right, but uh, we have a good time talking about it, and we want to. I think it'll be cool. Learn. We're going to try to do the first, you know, series kind of with some local guys. And then hopefully later on in the spring, I mean, later on in the year, we're going to have some uh, episodes with maybe some guys not so local. Yeah. That's the plan. That'll be great. So episode 23, Dads on the Fly. Be looking for episode 24 and 25, which we for sure hope are going to be local mm-hmm. guides. Yep. And we'll go from there. Anything else we got? Hey, that's it, man. For uh, going on. As always... Thanks for listening to episode 23 of Dad's on the Fly. We need to go fishing. Yeah, let's get in the water. We need to go fishing. I just, we need to go fishing. It may even be just like an hour. Yeah, I think we need to go fishing. In the afternoon. We got to fill up this book mom bought us to keep up with our fishing trips if I don't get with it. It's been so cold and work and stuff. So, uh, hope you guys find the opportunity to get on the water this week. And uh, thanks for listening. And as always, if you would like any Dad's on the Fly merch, shoot us a message. We will get that sent to you. Uh, 
Who was our guy from the beginning? What was we got name? Ben. We're sending Ben, ben a sticker. Yeah, Ben. Great sticker reading. Review. Appreciate you. We got a few other uh, reviews that were written in. We'll shoot um, those too. We'll shoot you a message and get your address. Shoot a Dad's on the Fly sticker to you. And if uh, you would like to purchase one or Dad's on the Fly t-shirts or uh, hopefully in the future some Dad's on the Fly hats coming, shoot us a message. We will get one to you. Know that all of the funds that come from that merchandise go right back into this podcast. I need a Dad's on the Fly hoodie. That'd be nice. I think we should get sure. me and you one. Right, we might can work on that. Why not? Yeah, yeah let's fire. We can up. make it happen. So again, thanks for listening, to Dad's on the Fly, and we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dad's on the Fly. We hope this episode has inspired and encouraged you as a parent or an angler as we wade through the fishing and parenting life on the fly. Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Dad's on the Fly. And shoot us a message, as we always love to hear from you. If you are interested in Needy Dads on the Fly merchandise, you can find it there as well. Send us a message, and we'd be happy to supply you with stickers or t-shirts. If you found this podcast helpful or entertaining, please leave a review on Apple Podcast. Until next time, tight lines. Mm-hmm.